December 12th, 2021. As the sun set on the Yas Marina circuit in Abu Dhabi, all eyes were on the final Grand Prix of the Formula One calendar. This is where the championship was about to reach a crescendo. All season, the young racing sensation Max Verstappen had pushed himself to the limit. He fought for every apex, every chicane, every straight, every inch of every track. Max's quick, assertive driving style always guarantees F1 fans one hell of a show. And now it was time for one final showdown. A one-lap shootout to the finish line. Years of hard work and toil boiled down to 3.2 miles of racetrack. And in those dying seconds of the race, Max's patience and persistence paid off. He found a gap and put himself in front of the race leader. It was a bold move, a beautiful move, a move that would win Max his first world title. This was a champion's rendezvous with destiny. Before listening to my conversation with him, I'll let Max share that moment with you in his own words. I'm Theo van den Bruecker. Welcome to The Edge, a podcast by Tag Heuer. We are on the Sunday and, um, you know, getting ready for that final race of the season. I think a lot already during the season had happened. You know, we had a really good season up until then, but also sometimes uh, quite unlucky as well. So we lost quite a lot of points. So it all came down to that final final race. So naturally, of course, you know, there are a bit more nerves than uh, in other races because, you know, it can be very important for you. So, um, but at the end of the day, your preparation is exactly the same as other races. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're doing something wrong in the other races, right? So, um, yeah, I, just, I was just looking forward to it, you know, to see where we would end up. I was very excited at the time, but naturally, of course, also, I mean, I was in pole position, but I didn't feel like we actually had the fastest car in the race. So, um, I knew it was going to be tough, um, but, you know, I was still very hopeful that we, uh, you know, we we had that chance of of winning the title, but um, of course, then off the line, a lot of things already changed. So, uh, yeah, as you can see, you know, you can pre- prepare as well as you you can, but things can change very quickly. When we arrived at the track, everyone was just, I think, very excited, but also nervous at the same time. But at the end of the day, you can always, you know, you just try to do the best you can, right? Try to uh, Try to just um, you know do do your routine. Try to focus on what you have been doing already the whole year, and uh, you know just uh, yeah do your thing. <laughs> well, I think the, what the most important is about the routine is just what I do with the engineers in terms of the, the the preparation before you go into the car in terms of strategy and stuff. My routine, like. Uh, Myself, I do, I mean, warm up my muscles a bit, my neck, my back, but uh, I have no um, superstitions or anything, but it's, it's just important uh, to make sure you're ready for it. I mean, I'm talking to my engineer, going through the final details of, of uh, um, you know, looking into how we are going to do the start, you know, what, what kind of procedure we're going to take. Um, and that's about it, really. Talk to Helmut always before the start. Um, and then I just get on with it. I mean, yeah, before the start, you don't really talk to too many people. To be honest, I'm, I'm literally focused just on myself um, in that 
particular moment I, I never really look at other people or drivers or you know you have to just concentrate on yourself because that's the only thing you can influence anyway it's not that complicated I mean you have a steering wheel a brake pedal and a throttle pedal and uh, I think over the years you uh, you know what to do, you know, so I don't really think about too many things. I just jump in and for me, it's just another race, but of course with a bit more pressure. Because it's fighting for a world championship. At the time of when I overtook signs after my pit stop, I didn't see Lewis anymore because he's that far ahead. Um, but I, I knew Checo was still out there. And uh, of course, then at one point I realized what was going on. So, and that, I mean, that made, made my race because if Checo wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have been a champion because then they could have done a free pit stop and uh, that would have been it. So to completely reduce that gap was uh, was crucial at the end of the day to, um, to the win in the end. It wasn't particularly exciting for me. I mean, it looked like we were losing them, the championship. But then, of course, the crash happened. Safety car came out. They had to clear the car. You know, we took that as an opportunity to put new tyres on the car. A quick side note, the crash Max is referring to is Nicholas Latifi's accident on the 53rd lap. Latifi's crash threw debris across the track, causing a yellow flag and the safety car to be deployed. For anyone who isn't familiar with Formula One, a yellow flag is a signal for drivers to slow down and get behind the safety car. Now, let's get back to Max. You can make a call or to pit or not for new tires and you know we went for it. Um, and yeah, clearly that does give you an opportunity as long as they, of course, restart um, the race. Um, and then, of course, they, uh, they released the cars just for one single lap to race, and I knew it was on. You know, we had a chance again to, uh, to fight for the title. So then it's all about just, you know, getting yourself in the right position in the restart and Try to be as close as you can be to, to have, you know, to go for the move. You know, these cars are not easy to, to follow, especially last year. Um, um, but I did, of course, I did have the, the, the fresher tires. So I was just very excited once, you know, when, of course, they released us and we had that one lap fight and I got, you know, I got in front. That was what I wanted um, because as soon as you were in front, then it's it was up to me to, to try and defend and... Uh, that's way better than having to try and do a dive somewhere, you know, really unexpectedly at the end. So, uh, yeah. I think the particular moment where I started to realize it was happening was, of course, after uh, that final defense into that fast left-hand corner. Because in that last sector afterwards, you, you cannot pass. So it was all up to me from there onwards not to make a mistake and just drive it to the line. Um, so... Uh, yeah, you just you know it in your head it's happening, but you still need to be, of course, focused for the last sector to <laughs> to not make a mistake and and get too excited. Uh, suddenly it was back on, and uh, of course to then cross the line as well. You know the the emotions from in the beginning of the race, of course, really excited and looking forward to it. To then during the race, basically it was dropping, knowing that it didn't look like it was going to happen. To then suddenly completely turn around and you know you won was insane like in a time space of like one and a half hours
As Max crossed the finish line, there was this great audio from his radio of Christian Horner, managing director at Red Bull Racing, and he said, Max Verstappen, you are the world champion. You absolutely deserve it. You've had no luck, Max. We are so proud of you. So I asked Max how that made him feel. Back to Max. You know, Christian saying these words um, on the radio, <laughs> I think by, by that time my eardrums were already blown up from uh, people screaming on the radio um, with all the excitement. Uh, but yeah, it's something, um, of course, I heard before on the radio when, you know, won the titles at Red Bull and I was, uh, you know, still in go-karting at the time. And you dream of, first of all, trying to get to Formula One and be on a podium at least or win a race and then once you've completed these things, you of course want to fight for a title. And then hearing that on the radio, of course, was uh, yeah, it was very special. But at the time as well, there were so many emotions. Like it went that quick. Of course, now when you look back at it, um, you probably can appreciate it even more. Um, but yeah, at the time, like it was just insane uh, what what came at me. I mean, I was I was crying in my helmet in the in lab um, as well, just from knowing that. You know everything you worked for up until then you know you you achieved your your life goal in in racing so um yeah in general that that whole lap um was something yeah i will, I will never forget i think at the time yeah there were so many emotions like running running through me uh from go-karting times all the way to Formula One when I jumped out of the car, you know, and I had that little moment to myself. I I needed that, you know, before I would see anyone else, I just needed to quickly uh, have a few seconds for myself um, to just let it all, let it all go and actually like realize what, what just happened. And, but also because the whole um, season was so uh, stressful as well, because you needed to be, um, like fully on it, you know, you need to be a hundred percent. If you made a tiny mistake, I knew that the others of course would, um, take advantage of it. Um, and then of course, when I knew that season was over as well, I was like, I, mean, I was really happy of course, winning the championship, but I was also looking forward to that break, you know, to just have a few weeks off. Um, in my break, I, uh, I just spent a bit of time away from Formula One, really not thinking about it and actually just spent time with family and friends. And, yeah, just have a good time, you know, just uh, enjoy the world and um, recharge a bit because it was a, it was a really uh, tough season. If I would have to give my younger self any advice, I wouldn't. I would just do exactly like I, I have done at the moment because you need to make mistakes to become a better person because if you keep um, you know, preventing, I say, young Max from mistakes, he's not learning because you do need to make mistakes to actually learn. People can tell you a hundred times, do not do this, do not do that, but you will, you know, you will make them and it's good to make them because that hurts, you know, that, you know, that really, um, hits you. And I think these, you know, particular moments are good for your career. Um, because sometimes that will drive you to, to be a to be your better self, I think.
if we could talk a little bit about the immediate aftermath of the race, who were the first people you spoke to? What did you say? What did you see? Um, how did you spend those kind of like 60 minutes? Well, the first people I really spoke to after the race, um, I mean, first, of course, you, you have your moment with your mechanics, with with my my trainer as well. Um, luckily, also, I invited um, some very special friends of mine, like my best friends, um, uh, and the dad um, over who, where we really spend uh, a lot of time with during my go-karting time. And they normally don't really come to, to the F1 races, but, you know, for this special moment, that final race, I wanted them to be there. And, uh, of course, my dad was there, my manager Raymond was there, who I know since I was born. And, of course, my girlfriend was there. So, yeah, I think um, it was very nice to have these people around, especially with such a high-pressure end of season, you know. And then, of course, when everything works out well for you and you win the championship, it's even more special. And to be able to, you know, to, to celebrate it with them, yeah, it's something... Uh, I will not forget. Luckily, it's of course all recorded as well. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it will be nice to to look back at. You're you're a very young man. I mean, it's a lot to have that pressure on you, and particularly at the level that you're at. I mean, especially at the level you're at. How how do you cope with it? And what are your what are your tools for kind of managing the pressure and managing the negativity that can sometimes come your way? To be honest, I think. Of course, you know, there's a lot going on in the world now also with social media. Um, and everyone has their opinion about you, of course. But uh, for me, I know what I have to focus on, right? And I know the, who, the, who the people are, like, who are very important to me, around me, um, and who are influential. So those are the people you have to actually spend time with and um, give you energy to. So all the others, I mean, for me, I don't really... <laughs> pay a lot of attention to because it also doesn't really matter what their opinion is or what they try to achieve in in general to you what do you think are the kind of key skills that get you into that position what what is it that gets you there other than you know obviously many many years of practice um is there something are there are there a handful of skills what is it I think it's very hard to pinpoint things, but I mean, naturally, of course, you need to to have talent to get to Formula One. Mm. But besides that, I mean, talent is not not going to bring you the, the the success at the end. You need to work hard because there are a lot of people with a lot of talent, and there are a lot of people who can do it a very fast lap. But it's about then the things around it. You know, how can I be better? I'm always trying to improve, trying to work harder because the competition will try to beat you. Um, and that's on track, but also off track, you know, when you try to improve the car work with your engineers to, to make the car faster and give the right feedback. Um, and at the end of the day, believe in yourself. You know, there are people, of course, in the world, they try to put you down, try to, you know, try to bring you down, try to talk negatively about you. But you have to believe in your own capabilities and, you know, you have to just focus on, on yourself and, um, yeah, be strong at the end of the day. How specifically did you celebrate that night? That night, I uh, well, I celebrated with the team on a on a boat, um, basically on the team boat. So uh, yeah, we had a few glasses of water, and uh, <laughs> 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 it was a it was a good night, a long night, but we had a lot of fun. 
you're you're at the beginning of the next season this season um how are you feeling about it do you feel the pressure to kind of uphold the title are you are you feeling good uh do you kind of are you trying to ignore what happened last year and just move ahead with a clear mind what's your what's your state of mind my state of mind for this season at the moment i mean i'm very relaxed and i achieved everything i wanted to achieve in Formula one so i already said after um abu dhabi everything that comes next is a bonus and i mean that's amazing um but let's say the biggest like pressure to to perform is off uh, because it has been achieved but my motivation is the same or even higher because you know once you have achieved something like that you you want to try and win again you want to try and fight for more championships but even if i don't like it's not the end of the world but i think that at the end of the day makes it also a lot easier to go into a weekend and i i can enjoy the weekends more now is there anything that you want to achieve now you've done everything you want to in formula one is there anything you want to achieve in any other area sporting or otherwise well any anything else that i want to achieve is probably of course not not in formula one but maybe in a different racing category um but there's a bit too early days to really go into detail but i would definitely um want to try and do some more endurance racing as well um yeah, probably, probably even during my Formula One career, if I have time, because um, I don't, I don't want to do it when I'm like over forty, because then of course you're over your peak. And um, I, if I want to do other kind of races, I still want to be in a very good shape, you know, and and basically in the best shape of my life. Fantastic, Max. Thank you so so much for joining me at the Edge. It's been wonderful to have you. Um, you've been a fantastic guest, and good luck with the season ahead. Yeah, thank you very much. It was a it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Edge. Let us know what you thought in the comments, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe and leave us five stars. It really does make a difference. Thank you so much to Max Verstappen for joining me for today's episode. I'm your host, Theo van den Broeke. And I'll be back next month with our fourth episode of The Edge, Season 2, a podcast by Tag Heuer. See you soon.